to the Film 7 Podcast. How are you all doing out there? I hope you're all having yourselves a wonderful day. My name is Andy and I've got with me here, as usual, Mr. Jake. Hello, Andy. Very excited to be here today. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Did you catch anything over the week? Anything cool? Yeah, I saw... I, I was a bit late to the party, but I did finally see John Wick, which is what we're going to talk about in our movie review. And that was it. But there has been a lot going on in the industry, which we'll talk about. A lot of trailers coming up, which stuff to look forward to for the summer. So that's good. So that has been my week so far. Andy? I've I've finished a few um, series that I've been watching. Okay. Uh, one of them was Deadly Class, mm. which was was good it was good it was a good first season it was a bit clunky at the beginning but uh something i think you'd enjoy on netflix it's on sci-fi okay the sci-fi channel it's really good it's basically imagine like the umbrella academy mm-hmm. it's not as good as the umbrella academy but yep. it's got the same sort of premise where it's like a, a school of kids mm-hmm. sort of when they're uniforms but imagine harry potter yeah but instead of wizards they're training to be assassins Oh, okay. It, it, that's basically, and you get really deep into the characters, these kids, basically. It's a good show. It's yeah, good what, what, what's the production value like? What's the production like? Is it? It's high, it's high value. Yeah? It's, yeah, yeah. Some of the action scenes are really good. Uh, some of the choreography is really well done. Hmm. Yeah. And as well as that, I've also finished Doom Patrol. Okay. Doom fine. Patrol. Now, this is the one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen. Oh. And I... I freaking love it. It's yeah? so, so good. This is, w- without a doubt, so far, up to now, my favorite TV series of the year. Oh, really? Doom Patrol. It's just, it's a barrel of laughs. It's vulgar. It's weird. It, there's action. There's so many Easter eggs and references to the whole DC universe in mm. there. Um, Alan Tudyk as Mr. Nobody. He's so good. Uh, Diana Guerrero as Crazy Jane, where she plays 64 different personalities. It's Oh, her acting on every episode is just phenomenal. Like, I would tune in just to watch her. I want her to have like her own show. But this show, man, it, it just check it out because it's wow. so good. It's wow. so so good. Right, you heard it here first, folks. Go check out. Go check it out. It's gonna be rocking. I think I have to. From what you said, I really have to check it out. Yeah, like you obviously got a glimpse of them in Titans. Yes, remember in that one episode. Yeah. But it just takes it one step further with these characters. It's so good. So it good. really goes into them, doesn't yeah. it? Mm. Really deep. Yeah. I'll check it out. Doom Patrol, cool. guys. Check it out. Cool. So we're now gonna kick off our show with our first segment, which is the movie and TV news. ND. Yeah. We've got quite a lot to cover this week, don't we? Yeah. Cool. So we're going to jump right in. And this is it. The final season of Jessica Jones. They released a little 30-second teaser, as well as some images and the premiere date, which is June 14th, worldwide on Netflix. Yep. So what what are your thoughts about this now that we're at the end of this Marvel Netflix universe? I'm just sad to see it go. You know, this has been really good. It's really, um, it was sort of a game changer. Not the, not Jessica Jones, but the whole Marvel superhero and all of and Netflix. It was really good. And um, it's just sad that it's come to an end. And Jessica Jones was one of my favorite. So, you know, I'm happy she's getting at least one more season to tie it all up. I think this season will be concluded. In the sense that the other ones didn't get concluded. They just ended. It's sort of like... 
they ended in such a way that they thought they were going to shoot an, another series? I would say Daredevil had a conclusion. Um, season ha- three of Daredevil. That had a conclusion for me anyway. Yeah, I mean, well... You, you could have done season four, but if you didn't, it still ended, I thought, on a correct note. Yeah, but you see Killmonger, you know, we saw him get in his... Um, um, what's it called? His prosthetics, his his spine. You know, he had the spine. A bullseye, yeah. Yeah, he had the spine fixed and, you know, the work done on his eye. You saw all of that. The kingpin didn't die. So, you know, the real villains, there was no conclusion on the villains. They will, they are stronger now and the daredevil is back. You know, so it's sort of like, like yeah, you're absolutely correct. There could have been another season, but the way it, it can end that way, but the way it ended, it ended as if we're leaving it open for another series. Yeah, I, I look at it as a, it's an end of a story arc. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you could, yeah, but still, still, open. I think this one will actually conclude. They will not do that. Same thing with um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage was left very wide open. E- exactly, yeah. and the same thing with Iron Fist. That too. They as left well. it all open. So I think the rest, the news hit them as a surprise. They all thought because if they knew those were going to be the last season, I don't think the writers would have ended it that way. No. So yeah. I think no, it did catch them all off guard. Exactly. But I do think that Jessica Jones is one that is actually going to end because they've known it from afar. So it's one that is actually going to conclude. So that's it. But looking at the images, it looks really good. I mean, one that struck me was the final images. So guys listening, we're looking at some of the images that were posted um, um, from the show. The final one, which has to, I don't know their names, but this is Jessica Jones' house um, neighbor. She's now with... Um, uh, Malcolm, I think. Malcolm, yeah. yeah. He's now with her lawyer. And um, yeah, and they have this look on their face, you know. I think they're talking to Jessica or something. Yeah, it's a but nice image. I, I, love the, I love the image of her coming out of the taxi. Mm. It's just, it, it, it's just, it just summarizes New York, which is what, one of the things I love about the Netflix stuff is that they really understand how new york runs do you know what i mean as a city yeah they really get they really understand it like but in all four shows and from the derrick you know you've got hell's kitchen you've got harlem with luke cage mm-hmm. they just really get it and like i've heard like the producers and the sound designers talk about how they manipulate the sound of the city and mm. stuff like that to the really genuine authentic sound of new york so. oh that's cool no they do they do really i i it's it's really good and Jessica Jones it's it's a lovely show she, I like her attitude the way she talks and all she's of great, that she's great yeah she's really good. I wonder if um, there'll be any I did prefer season one a lot more than season two though yeah season one was the best you know and you've said it before on the show season two the second seasons are usually the hardest ones to accomplish because the first one is you're setting the rules you're setting the universe and it's quite it's easier to tell the story in the first season but the second one especially if the first season is good and you now have to up the ante. It's a very hard task, but um, especially when you have a villain like Kilgrave. Yes, and this guy executed a very. What's his name again? Uh, uh, David Tennant. He was so good. He was so good, and he even made a cameo in the second episode. Yes. Yeah, in, in season two. In yeah, season he had two, like yeah. flashbacks, sort of. Or she, he was in her head, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but, but there, there, there's an image here of um, that. That's him, isn't it? There. Is that him? Hold on, let me look closer. It looks like him. It's not a very big image. No, nah, that's not him. That's not yeah. him. He's a lot slimmer than this. Yeah. yeah, it's not him. But it's certainly Jessica Jones and she st- still has that sassy nature. You can tell. So, yeah, but just a quick question on another related topic. Um, Punisher, is it over? As that's well? over. The season two was the last. The season two was the last, yeah. But the, Punisher ended. The way that one yeah. ended. Again, that, again, they could have made another season. They could have, but the story act 
it, it ended. That story they told in the second season, it ended. There was no untied shoelaces that needed to be tied. There was nothing. It ended. And if there was going to be a third season, it would have to be an entirely new story. you got to give kudos to the editing in regards to that because they had already shot season two and the news broke. Mm. So they had to re-edit it? So it was probably somewhere in the post-production where they've done something to make it feel like this is the end. Yeah. It's kind of strange how these things are going on upstairs with the bosses, but the folks downstairs doing the work, they don't hear it until later. And they're like, oh my God, I wish you had told me this so I would have... That's the nature of the business. That's the the, the nature of the beast. But yeah. That's the way it is. Cool. So we'll go into our next topic, which is... Dark Phoenix. Mm. Now, the very... Is it anticipated? I don't know. But it's, it's not. It's not anticipated it's as, not. as much as we think. Although it is an end of an era. It's the end of the Fox X-Men movies. Uh, but recently, James McAvoy, as we know, he plays uh, Charles Xavier, said the ending was reshot due to similarities to another superhero movie. Now, on the interview, he almost let slipped out. He said it was a movie that came out... Re- he wanted to say recently. He almost said recently, yeah. Uh, there's no confirmation, but I have pretty good thoughts that it seems similar to Captain Marvel. Mm. So Captain Marvel ends with her going on a space trip. It ends with her evolving to become like a proper badass superhero and killing all the bad people. So you reckon that that's what Dark Phoenix? Yeah, and that, that fiery yeah. image, yeah. Oh, oh, but vice versa, because she's evil. She's evil, yeah. 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 Hmm. Well, to be honest, yeah, this whole X-Men thing has stopped working for me for a very long time. It's sort of like, after the first one or two movies, I got... And once the Marvel, the proper Marvel movies started to really kick in, these X-Men movies have not really been... They've not really been a celebration. You know, each of those Marvel movies over the past 11 years was sort of like something to look forward to, was a celebration, was, oh my God, you know, something to look forward to. But this whole x-men thing hasn't just worked for me the only ones that really really impressed me apart from the first two was logan because logan sort of belongs in that universe yeah yeah. yeah. but the rest of them have been a bit bland it's sort of repetitive repetitive the same characters doing the same thing over again there's some of those movies where i will agree with you there there's there's some abysmal movies in the x-men universe but, but i think there's some really 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 good ones in there as well such as uh, the first two, I think, yeah. uh, I think are great, uh, especially X Men Two. That movie still is a high standard mm. in superhero movies yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days of Future Past is, I think, is phenomenal. I really liked First Class as well. Oh yeah, okay, I didn't like that. I re- I had a, I thought it was quite I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, what Apo- about Apocalypse? It was it was it was okay. It was there are some moments I, I liked in there, but overall it was okay as a movie but the others now nah, the ex the wolverine movies oh uh, man, yeah, that they, was they, just... they were all terrible so i'm i'm so so i'm gonna watch this movie obviously because mm. uh, i i'm interested i'm interested in the x-men characters like growing up i was always reading batman superman the x-men yeah and dr strange and fantastic four and fantastic four uh, but the X-Men were, were my go-to guys, especially because of the animated series. I've been a huge X-Men fan, and I love the Dark Phoenix storyline. Mm-hmm. They messed it up in The Last Stand, that third yep. X-Men movie. Yep. So I'm hoping, I'm, I'm just, I'm hoping that they do something good here, but I don't have high hopes. Yeah. I, I'm going in with low expectations, so if it's good, 
I enjoy it even more. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to wait for and listen to your review before I decide if I should watch it or wait for the DVD. So because I haven't been a fan of this X-Men, the whole X-Men thing, it, it's just not worked for me. It, it, it just hasn't. It's worked for people, but it's just not my thing. I like the Marvel. I like the DC, but this X-Men... It's just not for you. It's just not for me. I don't know if it's the, the production design or the way they write the stories or the interpretation of the universe. You know, I like... One thing I do like, I like the whole metaphor, how they use um, mut- mutants. The metaphor for mutants is sort of tackling inequality in the yeah. present day. May, uh, primarily homosexuality. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like what they do there. It, where homosexuality, it's also, there's a bit of, there's a reek of racism, racism yeah, in there yeah. as well. Yeah, all that. You know, it addresses sort of inequality and all of that, which I really like. When it's done well. When it's done well. But, you know, they've carried it very well in certain, in certain episodes. They did it very well in Days of Future Past, when they went to the past and all of that. But mostly, it's just been very bland. Look at that Air one with, um, with Deadpool. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Let, yeah, let's not get into that oh movie. My goodness, that was just... I mean, they've had some very bad ones. And um, I, maybe, like, in 10 years' time, Disney's going to just rehash the whole... Well, yeah, well, obviously now the X-Men are back with Marvel. Yeah. I would imagine they haven't got immediate plans yet, but yeah. they've got some thoughts, thoughts on where to take this. Yeah, yeah. because they, 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 um, part, part of the announcement, did they say they will make a Fantastic Four movie? No, Not no, yet. they're nothing. They haven't said that they're going to do anything yet with the X Men and Fantastic Four characters. Mm. I mean, they, Kevin Feige's probably got it up in his head. Yeah, he, he he's got an idea, I can imagine, but it's just not on paper yet. Yeah, you know, I, I, you, I think you have to wait for the dust to clear so, yeah. on the settlement. I'm ha- I'm happy Kevin Feige is still involved in this stuff because it could have been possible he will move on he could have moved on he to could other have end, things. He yeah. could have been after Endgame he could have been like yeah. I've done what I've needed to do but he's he's sticking for it. So, so, so this, this, I think just shows how much care and love he has for this universe. Yeah, so I'm pretty confident because they've never been able to crack Fantastic Four. Never. They've done like what three to four movies on Fantastic Four, 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 four and they've all been flops. The best Fantastic Four movie is The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what a Fantastic well, be, Four movie should be yeah, like. To be fair, it is Fantastic That's Four. That's what I'm telling you. It's so good. You watch them like, this is what the Fantastic Four should be like. Yeah, it was good. And it's a great it? movie. So, yeah, yeah, it was. But what if they just do, I think they should just do a dark Fantastic Four. Do nah, an R-rated. I, I, I don't, I, it's I, not it, meant it, for it? No, it's not. Because it, it, the essence of Fantastic Four is family. Yeah, it's family, yeah. But still, if they told you they would do a dark Wolverine movie after seeing that Wolverine that makes sense it makes sense because they've done it but that, but in the comics and that's the essence of his character he's a traumatic character he's yeah, lived a hard life I mean they could have taken a Logan movie and given it the Marvel sprinkle they could have they could have it wouldn't have worked as well as it did though I mean I mean it, 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 we, we will never know well yeah we'll you know, know we will never know but it's always fun when you see like a darker a darker story because at the end of the day i know superheroes is it's a very dark thing you know the way they go about crime and using their powers and all of that you know that's why i'm so looking forward to the joker you know the joker movie because that is a dark take on something that has been you know played with for a long time and anytime they do that where they give us the dark version of a story 
I'm usually excited to see that. I like that. I like it in spin-off renditions, though, mm. in sense of like, for example, with the Joker makes sense. The Joker's always dark. The same mm. as Batman. He's a dark character. Like, you can do a dark version of Fantastic Four, but I wouldn't want it to be canon. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, like, right. A, like, do you know what right, I mean? Right. Keep the canon, the essence of who the character is yeah. or who the characters are. Yeah. But if you're going to do... I'm, I'm all for experimentation, but just do it there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah. It's sort of like, when you think about it, actually, you see that Superman where everybody was complaining it was too dark. Zack Schneider did the Zack Schneider's yeah. version of Superman. So if, we were, if that didn't happen and we were having this conversation and I was like, I want to see a dark version of Superman, you would have probably said it's not going to work. But now, Schneider did it, and he did a very, in my opinion, and I, you agree with me, he did a very good job with he Superman. He did a great job, yeah. A lot of people didn't like it, but I think he did a great job with what he did with Superman and all of that. So, um, I like it. I like the dark, because we've grown up watching the comics and all of that, which is all bright and all hopeful and all of that. I just want to see the reality of it, and it, it happens whenever they do it, I get really excited, yeah. Well, staying on the issue of comics... Tom King! <laughs> we'll call Tom King! Current <laughs> Batman writer at DC Comics. Guys, look. The current run of Batman in the, in the DC Comics line, written by Tom King, is some of the best, arguably one of the best Batman runs I've ever read. Mm. And that's ever been published. It is phenomenal. This guy can write. This guy knows what he's doing with this, with this character. He's also done other stories as well, obviously. His uh, run on Mr. Miracle, which is one of the new gods, is phenomenal. So the news broke that this guy, Tom King, is going to be joining Ava du du oh, I can never pronounce his name. Duvernay. Mm -hmm. Ava Duvernay. To co-write with her the new gods movie for DC. It's Duvernay. Dude. <laughs> Dude, you know how th this is. The, I I love the new gods. I've been screaming for this movie for ages, and when they announced that Ava's going to be doing it, I was like, "Cool, this is going to be wicked." I love Ava as a director. I think she has incredible imagination mm -hmm. uh, and a really good eye as well for visual. Yeah, but she's going to bring Tom King in, a legendary D DC Comics writer. In man, th this I love this news. This is probably going to be twenty twenty two, though. It's a while away. Yeah, yeah it'll it's be a while, while away, away. But doesn't matter. Take yeah. your time. Yeah. And now it makes sense for me because it was announced recently that Tom King, he said, I'm going to be ending my Batman run with issue 85. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh man, he's, he's like, I've got other projects planned. And I was like, and he's like, I'm going to do this Batman Catwoman miniseries. And I yep. thought, okay, like, this is why. This is why he's ending because he's going to be writing a DC New Gods movie. This, this has a lot of potential. If the studio doesn't get involved, this has a lot of potential. This will get you excited. How it translates to the wider audience is yet to be seen. Well, yeah, because the New Gods is is not like Batman and Superman. Exactly. People don't know who the New Gods are. E exactly, you know. And um, so it's going to be Even the tough. most famous New God, Darkseid, is only really known on the surface level. Yeah, people like, don't really know. The, obviously, we know Darkseid when we see him in the movies, but they don't know the actual his own side of the story. And that's where the new and the gods go. And, and the, the history, the, exactly. Know. That's where the new gods go. So it's the same thing I was telling you that I love to see the dark side of these things. So um, yeah, this is cool. You know, I we'll, st we'll start to see some dates as time goes on. But yeah, this is something to look forward to. Yeah. It's, um, it's, 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 it's going to be, I think, in my opinion, it's going to be one of those things where the fans will love it more than normal people. Normal people just watch it. Some like people will be a bit yeah. confused. Yeah. yeah. Because but this is this is for the for the geeks. This it is, is for the deep nerds. Like exactly, and the fact that it's a movie 
So they're going to cram a lot in and not show a lot of things. If it was a series, then I'd be like, oh, that's really good. But this has a lot of potential. But this has a potential to spin off into a trilogy, maybe. Because so, the dent, the fourth world and all that by Jack Kirby is so dense and rich in material. You could easily do three movies. You easily. could. Well, that's got to be a risk because nobody has done it for the non-mainstream characters. Yeah, but if the first one is successful. Yeah, it's going to be risky. And well, so here's the thing. DC, yeah, they've not had a very good run. No. This past couple of years. Even though people like you and me have liked their movies. Exactly. But the public hasn't really, the, yeah. you know, done that. You, have to, that. you have to know when... The, like even if like I I like some of the movies, but you have to know when the, you can see problems in the studio and, yeah. and where there's cracks in the system. Yeah, and they haven't got the formula right. They haven't got their act right. There's still a lot of work to do, and to now put in um, they are a, finding their feet now though. Yeah, but to put in a risky tri- trilogy in there would be a yeah. But I mean, 2022, 2021, we'll see. More to come on yeah, that one. More to come. Okay, so our last topic of movie news is The Lion King. Just released a bunch of character posters of all the characters and the names of the actors who are playing them. And also a new TV spot, which gives us a bit more of the visual aspect of what John Favreau is going for. Now, I don't know about you, man, but I'm so excited for this film. No, this film is... This is just... A a lot of people are going to go there to relive their childhood. So I think there is nobody, no, like I was saying to you before we recorded, I think every single person who saw this film as a kid is certainly going to go to the cinema with their families to watch this thing. It's sort of like reliving your childhood. It's sort of like watching Star Wars in the cinema. You know, you you know, it gets on. And I'm pretty excited about it. It looks so good. It looks so real. The technology has Technology has evolved so much in the past five years. Like this, I looked at the the TV spot and it was like watching real animals. And I'm just so impressed. And I'm like, where are we going to be in 10 years time? Crazy, isn't it? Like they probably wouldn't be actors anymore. They'd probably just do a whole CGI film. Well, you have to be careful where you go with that. Well, you do already have those with animated films. With anime, but, but because CGI is so I true that, to life now... I think now, there will always be a need for actors, though. I mean, you say that now, but, you know, there was always the, there was a time there was always the need for call centers, but now you don't need a call center. You call in, you talk to a computer, a computer understands what you're saying, uh, and it well, handles There's still your plenty of call centers out there. Yeah, there are, but what I'm saying is, you know... There are a lot of things that human beings did that technology takes away. And I'm telling you for a fact that if this technology... Because, guys, if you need to see the posters we're looking at... Like, oh, I'm pretty sure that people have seen them. Yeah, these things look like real. They look so real. and It looks like a National Geographic like, yes, poster. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. Now, now that you said it, it hit me. Yeah. So if this is where we are... 10 years from now, we wouldn't... Anyway, we'll, we'll, it's, we'll, see. we'll see. I'd like to talk a bit about the technology used in this, though. Now, mm. it, there's been an ongoing debate, I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter, of of this movie, of is it live action or is it animation? Now, I think there's a very fine line in this movie of what is animation and what is live action. Mm. I read a report, uh, John Favreau had an interview recently where he was talking about all the technology they were using. Mm. And the way they shot this film, like he says, the way I've been taught to make films is live action with cameras and in, in a location. 
So that's how the way I've approached this film. So he wasn't just standing behind a guy on a computer peering over his shoulder and telling him what to do. They went to a studio, they made a motion sort of capture studio, they had rigs, they had dollies with cameras moving around. He used VR technology so they could map the environment around them. Mm. And then with that VR technology, he could point lasers at things and like, this needs to change, can I put that there? And then mm. it just sounds insane. Like, but it's still animation, but they're approaching it in a very live action way. And then he also goes on to talk about uh, the actors. He didn't want them to be mo-capped mm -hmm. because he says that then he says, I want them to really capture a animal, basically. Mm. But he got them in a recording studio and when they were recording their lines, it wasn't just in a booth, it was in the studio. And they didn't mo-cap their face, but they did digitally use some of the features on there as well. Okay. I mean... It those, just sounds fascinating. It's, 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 it's groundbreaking. And I want to see, what I'm really excited to see is not just in this film, what happens next. Because it, it, it seems Disney has has mastered this technology. They used it for Mogwai, they used it for the Jungle Book, I guess. Uh, well, Mowgli wasn't Netflix. Sorry, uh, Jungle Book, Jungle yes, Book. which they was for, by John Favreau as well. Exactly, so they've used it. So they've captured this technology, they know what they're doing okay. with it. Also, um, the de-aging technology in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. That, that stuff, um, as well as, what was the, the Tarkin from Rogue One. Exactly. That actor's yeah. died many years ago. And, so you're and telling you, me, why, whoa. Exactly, like, and this is just new. This is, what, three, four years? I'm sure they've been working on it for a yeah. while, but this is new. So in 10 years' time, and Disney has all the money, they have all the material, all the source they've material. They've got the R&D. They have everything. There is no reason, you know, and it will save them a lot of money with contracts and all of that, yeah. if they can just do it. And it doesn't but, matter, because... This movie alone is going to earn them buckets and buckets. <sighs> Bob Iger is just going to have this lorry coming in with all these buckets with of money. money. I really want to know how much this. When 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 this movie is come out in July, I want let, well, let's report on the money. Mix. Okay, let, before we get into trailer park, then yeah, we'll cap this off. Uh, what do you think will be the opening weekend for Lion King? Mm. I'm putting it at close to a billion. You think, wow, yes. worldwide? Yes. World yes. Wow. Yeah, I'm putting this close to a billion. There is no reason why it shouldn't make a billion. Why? Why? In, in the opening weekend? Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, because like they will love it in China. They will love it in China. Yeah. They will China's the second biggest market. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so first of all, they will love it in America. So that's When's for sure. When's it? Because som sometimes it has different release dates. Bear with me two seconds. Yeah. So while you're doing that, you know, it's a lovable movie. And the animation did so well. And it's one of those things where everybody who saw the first one will certainly see this one. And they'll go to the cinema and it's a so it's in the middle of summer. When is it in, in China? 25th of July in China. So not that mm. far, actually. So yeah. So the it. weekend after. So yeah, it's just the weekend after. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So maybe I would say... By the second week, yeah. it'll reach one billion. Yeah. I don't think the first week will reach one billion. Yeah. Opening weekend in America, though, I don't know if it's going to beat Force Awakens or Infinity War. It will beat Force Awakens. So a Force Awakens was 248 million. Mm. I think it will beat Force Awakens. It will not beat Infinity Wars. But so Infinity beat War was 258 million. I mean, when I said a billion, I said that because of China. Yeah. I combined US, China, and Europe. I assumed everything was out in the weekend. If we combine those three markets, Europe, EMEA, the EMEA region, 
America and China, if you combine those three regions on their opening weekends, I am certain it's going to cross a billion. Oh, yeah. I, that's why I said by the second week, by it will second, def yeah. it'll definitely reach a billion. Yeah. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, just over for 250. On the opening weekend. Opening weekend. In America. US box office. US box office. But it's not, Aladdin is not going to make come close. Alad Ooh, I didn't see, we'll get Aladdin's figures up some other time. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I think it got like 160 yeah. something or something like that. Yeah, it's not going to come close. And still a lot of money though, 160. Like on the grand scheme of things, that's yeah, still I mean, a lot of money. It's a lot of money if it's me making the film. But if it's Disney making it, you know, they will expect more. But I'm sure they knew it wasn't ever going to be... Once you don't have Robin Williams as the genie man, it's well, going to be tough. It's just the way it is. But one thing I just like, I just like how it's James L. Jones doing Mufasa. Just... Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed they didn't get some of the other cast. I would have loved Jeremy Irons to be back to do Scar. Yeah, why didn't they do that? I don't know. I don't know. Why? I don't know. I hope it's not them trying to be politically anything, politically correct. I but I, don't I know. mean, Jeremy Irons was a good Scar, wasn't it? All the cast are still about from that movie. I mean, yeah, Beyonce is here somewhere, isn't she? Beyonce, she's playing Nala. Yeah, okay. She's oh, she and is. Donald Glover's playing Simba. Ah, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that because I, I love both of them. And yeah, Donald Glover especially. The, imagine the when they start doing the music, mm. you've actually got musicians, Few musicians actually like, singing. And that I was saw in reports that they were heavily involved in the soundtrack. Beyonce and Donald Glover are doing the soundtrack. Yeah, so so you can imagine what's going to happen. Beyonce is going to release a single, yeah. uh, Lion King single, and it's going to be like the number one song of the year. Yeah. And Donald Glover will be on there as well. well they'll be on there. And they've worked with Hans Zimmer. Oh, no, shut up. Are yeah, you Hans Zimmer came back to do the score and they worked with him to do the soundtrack. Did you not know that? No! Wait, 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 wait. Hans Zimmer is involved in this? Yeah, Hans Zimmer's back because he did the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oops, I don't want to curse, but... <laughs> My mind is blown. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I did not know Hans Zimmer was back, was yeah. involved in this. Oh my goodness. Guys, this movie, you need to watch I it. I think everybody in the knows. Cinema. They don't, we don't need no, to tell them. Don't They're wait for the DVD. You know, don't, you know, we, we, we normally rate it. We, we do the cinema, the DVD, or wait till it's on TV. No, don't wait for the DVD. Go and watch this. I didn't Opening even know. night. Opening night. I didn't even know Hans Zimmer was involved. Really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wait, Hans Zimmer, you've got Beyonce, you've got... Donald Glover, Donald John Glover, Favreau. John Favreau. Oopsie daisy, but that is going to be good. That is really good. I can't wait, man. Cool. Oh, yeah, neither can I. I don't think it, the whole world can wait yeah, for this it's probably one. It's the day after my birthday, so it's probably oh, going to be my birthday. birthday yeah, I know, right? Nice one. <laughs> cool. Right. Well, with that, that's the end of our movie and TV news. So we're going to head over to the trailer park. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works Every time. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Horror-filled trailers this week. Yep. Pretty much, yep. Three. We got five trailers this week. We'll briefly go through them. Three of them are horror. So we'll get straight into it. New Annabelle Comes Home trailer. And, right, for me, this just looks bland. I'm tired. Gen generic horror. Things go bump in the night. Uh, as you, I've said it before on the show, I'm a huge fan of the Conjuring movies. I think they're fantastic. But then when they started doing these spin-offs, they, they lost the quality. I thought they lost the magic of what the Conjuring movies captured. Mm. Um, and I don't know, it just seems... And then this movie, like, the premise of this trailer is that, you know, they bring the doll home and then they lock it in a way in where they got all their other weird things that they've collected over the years. 
and then they leave the kids at home and then oh. thing you know it's the same old stuff we've seen and for me this movie it doesn't really seem like a movie it just seems like look at all the other movies that we're going to be making yeah like you get a movie you get like all these horror items they're all going to have a history and a, an origin story and blah, yeah blah 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 it was boring i've seen this how many i'm tired look honestly i'm tired of this movie of this universe i'm not gonna say this one because they follow the same format the same jump scare format it's dark even the trailer that that sequence at the end of the trailer where she had her torchlight on then something came from the dark she picked it up it was like dude we've seen this like five zillion times already like i'm tired of this universe I'm not even going to waste time talking about it. Because, no. Yeah. I think we'll get yeah. on to the next one, uh, which is horror well, but this is damn good horror. Man, Swamp Thing. My boy Swampy got its first full trailer and it's going to be premiering on DC Universe. Well, as a recording, it's already premiered. Mm -hmm. So you saw the trailer. Yes. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk about my thoughts on Swamp Thing in a yeah. minute, but what did you think of this trailer? Well, it is what it is. So just to give those listening up... Uh, who the Swamp Thing is. Swamp Thing is a DC character. Yeah. It's um, created by Len Wein, yep. who recently died, rest in peace. And it's basically a living swamp. He Basically, yeah. Yeah, a living swamp. And he, he this guy has the ability to communicate with... He, he, all green. With all green. And he, that's how he moves. So he, that's him. So this is a series about the Swamp Thing. Ten episodes. Ten episodes. It's sort of an origin story. An origin se um, yep. season of the Swamp Thing, and they're going for the horror vibe. Full on horror. Full on horror. I like what I saw. It was very well. The production looked good. The production, the production value was good. So that's welcome, and um, it looks good. I mean, I didn't, you know, and I've said this a while ago. It takes a lot to scare me because I've seen so many horror films. So I didn't get horror. But the thriller, I got more a thriller vibe. But the thriller vibe of it got me excited mm. to want to see it. I didn't feel horror, except for... Well, the way I look at horror is that horror doesn't necessarily mean you have to be scared. It just needs to invoke a sense of dread. Mm, okay. If yeah. you know what I mean. That's a good one, yeah. That, for me, that's clearly horror. I mean, just the way the, the visual aspects of you know plants coming out of people and stuff like that, that's quite horror. It's horrific to, to watch. So... Mm. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be scary. Like, ooh, I think it's more of a sense of, ooh, there's just something not right. The the tone yeah. is horror, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's got, it's atmospheric. It's the tone that makes it yeah, horror. Yeah, the production value was really good. High like, value, it, yeah. it looks really, it looks like it's good. You know, and, you know, we were talking about this a while ago that the impact some shows can have. This is the impact Game of Thrones has had and the Marvel series has had. You can have a superhero film on a budget you have to spend the money not and swamp thing definitely not, not. not swamp thing I, trust me they could have done it on a budget if those shows we've didn't seen happen, it done on a budget in the 80s yeah and yeah. oh my <laughs> yeah let's not even go there but <laughs> but no but you can see it's not it looks like the show is from the trailer it's not really about the swamp thing it's no. more about the people that it's affected and how they are dealing with what's going on in that town so it's more character-led it's the swamp thing will come in and make its cameo shouts but it's more about the people and all of that which is amazing which is a different take on it and i'm welcoming and that. it's also fresh because it's really the first proper 
horror style comic book material we've got. Hmm. If this you is... really think back, it's I think it's going all out. I think the closest we've got is Blade. Blade, yeah. Let's see. Hold have we not had not really. Yeah, even though um Hell's um Hell Hellboy could have been horror. That but was more fantasy yeah, horror. That yeah. was more like because that's Guillermo del Toro. Mm. That's it. He, so it was more his yeah his own his style own of, horror, of horror. Which I, which Guillermo it is horror, but I look at it as more as fantasy horror. Yeah, this looks more up straight up. True. Yeah, because Del Guillermo his movies are usually he creates a world and yeah. he sets his movies in his own universe. But the fact that this Swamp Thing is based on the current times it yeah. brings it home That's doesn't I mean. it and what I'm most excited about is that it's getting based on Alan Moore's run of Swamp Thing the saga of the Swamp Thing mm. which is easily I would say in top five comic stories I've ever read in my life mm. it's up there with uh, The Dark Knight Returns Watchmen The Killing Joke man it's so 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 good mm. and what I love what he did with the character was that uh, his earlier renditions of the Swamp Thing, he was a man who became a beast. So there was still he was still a man in a way. But Alan Moore changed all that by having in the accident, spoiler alert for people who haven't read the comics, but an accident happens to the character Alec Holland, uh, an explosion of some kind. And basically, you know how everything gets digested in the soil. Mm. His consciousness got digested and was eaten by the swamp, mm. which then integrated into the swamp and then his consciousness started forming the swamp thing uh character you know he thought right. i needed a brain he thought i needed lungs they weren't really lungs they didn't do anything mm. but they were looked like lungs mm. and then when really it was a it wasn't a man who thought it was a plant it was a plant but that thought, thought it was, he a, was man. a man a different take yeah which is different because when i read swamp thing comics growing up it was more the human one it was more the one because Swamp Thing, to me, in my um, area, it never had its own comics. Swamp Thing was always like, I don't know if you noticed know Super. Well, you had John Constantine. Yeah, he had, there, yeah. yeah he had his own. Then he w always appeared in Firestorm. Do you know? Do you know a superhero called Firestorm? Yeah, yeah, I know Firestorm. Yeah, he was always in Firestorm comics and all of that. He was. He always had that thing with Firestorm, and that's how I knew about the Swamp Thing. But now that. So it's different from what this guy is going to do because now it's more a thing. Yeah. Rather than it's now not a swamp man because it's I think thing. it's a now a swamp thing. I think they really get the essence of a swamp thing in this movie, yeah. not a swamp so, man. So yeah, this is easily my most anticipated TV show of the year, 100%. Well, well, you say that, but Mandalorian do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, it's up there with Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just love Swamp Thing and I can't wait for it. Mm -hmm. Cool. So the next trailer we've got is from A24 and it's called In Fabric. And basically, it's a killer dress. What do you think, Andy? It's weird. It's weird, isn't it's it? It's a very weird film. I don't know what to think, to be honest. I'm definitely going to check it out. It yeah. Lo it, looks, it looks weird. It looks fun. Yeah. Like, it looks like I could have a good time watching this movie about a killer dress like yeah it has very it looks very it's kind of thing tarantino can do you know Tarantino can do that this kind of weird dress that kills people or jordan peele can do like jordan peele could do, can that do as well, something yeah. as you know but and he's worked with a24 has he worked with a24 he before? works with blumhouse he works with blumhouse oh, okay but it's similar kind of yeah it's like a type of horror yeah yeah 
So I don't know what to think, bro. I only saw the trailer once. I don't know what to think yet. It's no. unique in a way. Yeah. I like the way it's shot. Yes. It yes. looks uh, sort of retro. Yeah. I think that's done intentionally yeah. as well. Yeah. They use this, uh, It looks like they use some very vintage lenses. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the camera was, they use modern cameras. So the color science is like what we know, what we're used to. But there's a there's a shift which they use the vintage lens and th- that was a stylistic choice. So there has to be a reason. So, and I like the fact that it's taking place in Britain. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't yes. get it's usually most of the horror movies take place in America. Yes. Uh, so it's nice to see uh, a high budget. Well, yeah. high. Well, I say high budget, but a high class horror film in the modern era we are now yeah. coming to Britain. I actually want to see, and I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, off topic but i do want to see a british superhero film i think that's coming with marvel uh they're gonna i think they're gonna be doing captain britain soon Cap- well i want it to be a british superhero not like an american's interpretation of what a british superhero should be like a british superhero like we see you know because have you ever noticed that thing is superheroes is an american mythology well uh, is it really yeah, the the mod, the current era of superheroes. Yeah, but it's, it's American mythology. It's, it, it it's is. based on heroes, which England has its heroes. We have our heroes in the legends of King Arthur, and uh, you know Beowulf. Yeah, but we have all these uh, stories. The Lord of the Rings is a is a British hero story, like it's full of heroes. And yeah, but we have other. We have all these stories, all these Frankenstein's, and all these Penny Little. Pe- um, what's her name? Mm, Pennywise. Pen- Pennywise. Stephen yeah, King. Have, yeah. Yeah, Pennywise. And we have. Is he, is he British? I swear yeah, he's yeah. American. No, Stephen King is American. No, yeah. I'm saying... No, um, it's not Penny. I mean, what I'm saying, we have all these... Penny Dreadful? Penny Dreadful, yes. Right. We have Penny Dreadful. We have um, Dracula. We have... All these are all British stories. And that's... I think that's where a lot of all these um, Americans got their inspiration from. Yeah, of course. All these Two-Face... Two-Face, the inspiration for Two-Face was Frankenstein. You know, so they, we've, we have some of this, but... Um, I don't know. I just want to see like a proper. You know how this film was done. You know, and what's this film? I can't remember the name, so we won't talk about it. But I, I do want to see something like that. Yeah. Cool. So the next trailer is from McCarthy, Haddish, and Moss. Mm. Three amazing actresses, and the film's called The Kitchen, based in Hell's Kitchen. I don't know about you, but I really had fun with this trailer. I thought it looked really good. Uh, I love the talent behind it. Yep. We've got, you know, the cast I just said, uh, the director of Straight Outta Compton's in this. Mm-hmm. It's basically, in a nutshell, it's like women taking over, taking, yeah, over the mob in yeah. a way. Like yep. they're, they're, they're becoming gangsters themselves yep. and they're going to be running the city in a way. And so it looks fun. It looks entertaining. I like that recently Melissa McCarthy has been doing more serious roles, mm-hmm. but in all her serious roles, you still have a sprinkle of her humor and comedy mm-hmm. in there, which is which is good. You need to have that, I think. And I don't know. I, I just really had fun with this trailer. I thought the editing of the trailer was really cool. It's very Tarantino esque mm. with the mu- yes. with the music as yes. well. Yes. So I'm all for it. I'm looking forward to this film. Yeah, I think you you touched on it, but that's what I want to see the most of in this movie. I want to see um, Melissa McCartney's um, McCarthy's serious performance uh, that's what i'm really looking forward to because she is a very good actress she's very funny when she does comedy but i want to see her transition to 
taking more serious roles and that's probably why i'll see it because the other actors don't do it for me i don't think okay yeah kate moss she's a very good actress. sorry i said kate moss elizabeth moss she's a very good actress yes but i'm not fully convinced on haddish no as as an actress i'm not fully convinced but i would really go into this to see mccarthy you know it's it's wild it's sort of like jim carrey who yeah. used to be comedy, comedy, but now he's, he's doing, doing some more serious, serious He went roles. a bit weird. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's back with Sonic, but yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Cool. And our final trailer of the week was Rambo Last Blood. It's the first trailer of what looks like the last Rambo film. I mean, how many more of these movies can Stallone do? He's getting on now. And yeah, I really like this, bo- I really like this trailer. Yeah. Um, I really like the first Rambo back in the 80s. 80s, yeah. Early 80s, I think yeah. it was. It may even be late 70s, I don't know. No, it was early 80s. Early 80s. But all the other movies, I, I was, I, yeah, they're not they're not yeah. great movies. Mm-hmm. This one, I mean, I'm only, I'm judging this by the trailer. The trailer is awesome. It has this Western vibe, which I really like. He's, it's almost like he's, we've almost seen this story before. Yeah. Retired man. Something brings him out of retirement and he goes full on crazy. Mm-hmm. John Wick style. Yeah. Uh, but this has, from the trailer anyway, I got a sense of like a Logan type of story. Obviously mm. without the little girl and stuff like that. Yeah. More of a character style story where he's a broken, beat up man and he's at the last edge of his life and he's yeah. got one final mission to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. for, And I hope they get deeper into the character yeah i think similar to lion king a lot of people are going to watch this film for the nostalgic effect of it rambo just seeing rambo stallone playing rambo again like stallone and swashnigger were the biggest things in the 80s movie, action in the 80s. Yeah, yeah there was rambo then there was commando commando was swashnigger terminator terminator and all that it was predator. like predator they were like and Dolph Lundgren oh yeah those were the biggest guys then and um, it's just nice to see a classic this film strikes me as it's just going to be an action movie like large explosions the action looks good as well yeah it does look good you know he did get funding for this film looks more grounded looks gritty and that's what I like yeah it's not like um, even though it was I I think he produced this Stallone produced this film yeah, he so, produces most of the films. Yeah, because like, so, yeah, it's Balboa Productions. Yeah, so it doesn't look it doesn't look not funded. It looks like somebody high budget, high budget film and all that. They had the right people working on it. It's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna watch it. I'll be watching this. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch I, it. I, I'm like, but what I I just hope it doesn't turn into another flop. That's that's what I mean. Like, yeah. because I I think you can end it on a high. Just be careful though, because we've seen like action movie franchises. Sometimes you have some that are tiresome. Like the Rambo series was tiresome. It was like, why you keep making these? Uh, the diehards as well. It's, mm-hmm. Stop. So yeah. it stops. <laughs> just please. But then you have other ones like Mission Impossible. Yes. Uh, uh, John Wick. Or John Wick or Fast and Furious, which they get better yeah. each movie. Yeah. Uh, so you have, but this is one of them where I'm like, I'm going to watch it, but please don't mess it up. I think this would be a last hurrah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, like I said, how yeah. many more can he do? Yeah. Right? I think after this, there will still, I think. You mentioned it. There will be a Die Hard movie. There will be a last Die Hard movie as well, and there is a Terminator coming out. We didn't talk about the trailer this week. The it Terminator came out like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, so so we've missed it. But Terminator is coming out. Yeah. So I think all those last action and there's another Rocky movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so all those action heroes from the eighties, yeah. they're just doing one last milking the last. That's it. Yeah, and, and that's it. You know, 
I think we're about to get into a new era of even the Marvel, a new wave of movies Movie and everybody's stars, yeah. yeah just tying up there yeah i completely agree so that brings us to the end of the trailer park we're gonna head out of here and we're gonna get into our movie review let us begin our service is still off limits to me what do you need guns lots of guns think you can take John Wick? You've got a nasty surprise coming. So the movie we're re reviewing this week, Andy, is John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Mm. So for anyone who hasn't listened to the show before, the way we review movies here is we talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, overall thoughts on the story and the characters, and then we give it a rating at the end. Yes. So Andy, I'm going to... Give it off to you. Mm -hmm. Roundup of John Wick 3 for you. Well, I liked the story, what it was based on. John Wick being chased down by the entire clan of assassins. That was really cool. When I restored the blurb before watching it, I was like, this is going to be so interesting. I liked the way it started. John Wick already bleeding and you see him trying to beat the clock and all of that. You learn a lot more about the League of Assassins and how cultured they are when it comes to their rules and regulations. You learn a bit more about that. So I liked all of that. But unfortunately for me, there are a couple of things that didn't really rub me off the right way. I felt there was too much action. I felt the fight sequences were too long. And to I don't know if it's because I'm into martial arts myself but I could see the same technique being used over and over and over again. The only difference was it was being shot at different angles. So it was simply grab, trust, and headshot. Grab, trust, headshot. Grab, trust, headshot. And it was just becoming so repetitive. Um, especially that sequence where you had... This is the spoiler one, right? We can talk... Yeah, it, we're uh, talking spoilers, right. yeah. Especially that sequence when you had him and Halle Berry like, go were in the middle of the town and they literally killed everybody in the whole village with two dogs. The thing about the choreography, the choreography just looked very, in my opinion, it looked a bit contrived. There were times I would see people literally jumping without anything touching them or waiting for impact. You know how these things are choreographed? When you throw this punch, you wait for an impact before you react. I'd see people, they throw the punch, then maybe like John Wick was slow, and they'll be just they'd be there standing, waiting for the punch to hit them so they could react. So there were certain things I just felt it was too contrived. It was too clean. That time they were shooting up the entire village. I just felt it was just too... What capped it all up for me was at the final and the end, that sequence where they were fighting in this glass light thing, where the final act took place. I watched this film at night and... At some point in that scene, when they were fighting, I got bored and I slept off. I don't know how long I slept off, maybe a minute or two. And I woke up again and they were still fighting and I didn't feel I missed anything. It was just fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. And the worst thing about the fighting was that I'd never, at no point did I think John Wick was in trouble. I knew he was going to win. I knew Halle Berry, I thought Halle Berry was going to die. But John Wick, I, there was, at no point did I think, oh my God, 
he's really in trouble. I knew he was going to be old because they set that premise. Because he's John Wick. Yeah, but when you do it too well, when you make somebody too good, it sort of loses its, its impact. Because I think that was what they were going for, though, with John Wick. That he's just, too that, that he's just this badass character that you just like, don't don't mess with John Wick. Like, yeah, he'd but, mess you up. Yeah, but at the same time, it's just... But one thing I really liked about it, it was Ian McShane. His performance was... That guy is just... I don't know. Yeah. His performance was so good. And um, I didn't see the end coming when he shot him, and you know, I know I thought it was, but, but they've already set it up for John Wick Four, and that's going to happen at twenty twenty one, and that is going to be so good. So that's Lawrence Fishbone and John Wick taking down the establishment. Oof. That's going to be cool. John Wick Forever. Jo- mm, <laughs> I see what you did there. So, what are your thoughts? I think you're crazy. I love this movie. <laughs> 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 uh, I this movie was so good. I can't believe how much fun I had at this movie. From literally from the, the beginning of the movie to the end of it, I had a smile on my face mm. the entire way. My girlfriend, I watched it. My girlfriend, as soon as we came out of the movie, she said, "I've never seen you so happy watching a wow. film." Wow, really? Yeah, I was just, I was so excited watching it. And so from the very beginning, echo your thoughts. That whole first sequence, which finish, it ties up straight after the end of John Wick Chapter Two. Yeah, I love that about these films. That as soon as one finishes the second one picks up immediately after. Not a lot of sequels do that. Yeah. It's like time has passed and they're just going for it, literally. And th- the end of this one, it's going to... John Wick 4 is going to start, start from, immediately start from after. that scene, yeah. I love these about that movie. And the fact that he's on the clock, he's running, the dog's there. He's, he uh, tells the concierge, I need you to look after the dog. Like, mm-hmm. And then he goes to the doctor, the, cl- the clock's counting down. It was awesome. And then from that first fight, which I actually thought, the first fight was uh, my favorite fight. I have two favorite fights. Which one of the which first fights? Which was the knife one. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was oh. good. That one was good. For, even though I said what I said, that one was good. Yeah, because like, that was the impact. As soon as that started, I felt the impact of that fight, and it was so brutal. And, and I thought the choreography was awesome. Like, the the audience I was I was in in the cinema was so good. Like, they were, they were all cheering and clapping at the right moments. No one was being noisy. But the atmosphere, whenever those fights were going down, everybody was like, yeah, come on, let's go for it. And then that scene where he pushes the knife into the guy's eye. Oh, oh, man, the whole, you could feel it in the whole audience. That was brutal. Oh, did you see how he took out that guy with a book? Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, that's what I mean. This is what I love about these movies is that they, they've done it in a way that it's, they've made it quite grounded and reality-based, but heightened in a way that this is absolutely ridiculous, but it works. Do you know what I mean? Like, on, mm-hmm. you you can write this stuff, but how do you put it on screen? And they've done that. They did good. I mean, the cinematography was, was good. awesome. It, the, definitely the, the, the best cinematography of all three films. Yeah, the, the lighting. One thing I liked, there was never one light. There was colors all Everywhere. over the place, the neon lights and all of it. It was really beautiful. Yeah, I be- can't deny that. Yeah, beautiful film to watch. And and the acting in it, I thought, was really good. Keanu Reeves kills it, man. I just love this guy. He just keeps killing it. With the- He's like a fine wine. He's just getting better with age, I think. Mm-hmm. like It's, it's, a, it's so a pleasure le- seeing him on screen. Let me ask a question. Mission Impossible or John Wick? You could choose one. Which would you watch? I don't know. That's mm-hmm. a hard one. It's a hard one, isn't it? I think right now, I think Mission Impossible, just because there's more of them, and mm. I've had a longer history with Tom Cruise. Mm. 
but right, but you know, John Wick's getting there. Yeah. If he keeps going and they keep producing quality, then I think it could it could be easily one of the best action movie franchises of all time. He has a long way to catch up to it. Yeah, he has a long way, but but still, I think it could be in the talking, like in in, when somebody says John Wick, and you can go, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I'm with you on that one. I choose Mission Impossible. Yeah. Mission Impossible. Uh, what else? Halle Berry. <sighs> she, what a nice addition to this universe. I thought mm. you know the first two movies were great, but the fact that she comes in there kicking ass with the dogs—that was my other favorite fight scene. The one that you didn't really like. Yeah. When they when they go in there and they just take everybody out. I thought it was awesome the way the camera movements were following them. Those I like some of the one takes they were doing where yeah. they were sort of move back here and then they follow them around there. I really enjoyed it. I was fa- following it the whole way through. I was just having so much fun. Yeah, I mean, that sequence looked a bit contrived to me. It looked like they were doing it so the good guys would win. They weren't doing it because it was real. Like, at the right places, the bad guys would turn up with knives. Then at the wrong places, they turn up with guns. It was just so... I don't know, man. That thing just didn't hit me. No, way fair enough, me, fair know? enough. But yeah, so for me, the action was top-notch. I think they've outdone themselves on the action in these movies now. Uh, the story, I didn't like the story. It's Again, it's very simple, the simple story, just like the first two as well. But I don't really need it to be anything more than that, because yeah. that's not what they're trying to make. Action yet. films yeah. have simple stories. Yeah, they're, they're not trying to make a complex narrative here. Yeah. That, that's not what they're trying to achieve. They're trying to achieve a spectacle of entertainment yeah. you know and trying to push the boundaries of what they can do with action and mm-hmm. they're successfully doing that if you ask me mm-hmm. i don't think anyone's done it quite like uh what's it, it's chad stahelski i don't think anyone's quite done action like he does since the wachowski siblings mm. speaking of yeah I, when i went to the cinema there was a, a trailer for matrix 20 years it's been 20 years yes yes so 20 years that yeah. was kind of cool did you hear they're making a four i heard yeah well well let's not get into that i I, had, I thought when i saw that i thought it was going to be the trailer and i went with somebody and she was talking to me i was like wait 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 uh, yeah. i saw it then it was yeah. just that but but yeah no for me this is a fantastic movie this is uh, my second favorite movie of the year so far without doubt end games my number one but then this one's Oh, wow. Right there. Better than us? Yeah, better than us. Better. Which other film did we like this year? When did we see Alita? We saw that this year. We didn't like that We didn't like that, right? (laughs) What other film? I think we should, like, when next we come to the studio, we should have, like, all the films we've seen. Yeah, all the films we've seen, and we'll start comparing that. But, yeah. Yeah, so what did you not like? What did I not like? Uh, I do agree that some of the action scenes at times were a bit long mm. I thought let's move on to the next piece yeah. let's keep the story moving forward that was pretty much my only gripe though mm. uh, everything like all again the just the exploration of this world the world building mm. now with uh, the new character that came in with the short hair I can't remember what she was called yeah she's she's an adjud- ad- an ad- the adjud- adjud- I can't pronounce that educator yeah. something like that yeah. I thought she was great I was she hoping was she'd <laughs> I yeah. was hoping she'd die. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've seen her somewhere before. What film was it? I can't remember, but yeah, I, she did look familiar. Yeah, and she had the same short hair when yeah. we saw her. Mm. But yeah, she, no, I, I don't have many. I don't know. And I've seen this movie twice now, and wow. every and I've, I just love this movie. Love, I didn't love, love. really, you know, that whole when he went to the desert in search of that guy. I don't, I don't get it. I know who he is. I know why he had to go there. But why did he have to be in the desert, dude? I think it's a form of suffering. 
if you want to see the highest of the highest, you have to go through some True, sort of desert. suffer. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Almost like that. a Jesus sort of thing. In the wilderness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In Forty days and forty nights mm, sort of thing. Which they didn't. It was quite easy for him, though. He's John Wick. He's <laughs> <laughs> if that's the answer to everything, but that's the franchise they've made, though. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, all the way back to the first movie, where he says, "Do you know the boogeyman?" He's like, "He's like, yeah." All scared. He's like, he's the one you sent to kill the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> but I love like Ian McShane when he was talking about the odds. He was like, John Wick is injured. He has less time, and the entire assassin. Yeah, forty million bounty on bounty his head, head, and everybody in the city wants a part. What's of him? I think the odds are even. About even. <laughs> that was so cool. That was really good. No, but it, it does have a lot of good stuff. I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I just feel those things were my gripes with it, and. Um, you ready for a score? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. What do you want to give to it? I'm gonna give it a eight point seven. Eight point seven. Wow, that's tough. That's one point three away from ten over ten. I love this movie. Absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. Eight point seven. Wow. To be honest, based on the flaws that I'd give to uh, that I've spoken about, I will score this movie. I'll give this movie a seven. I'll give it a seven. Obviously, it's good. It's not a terrible movie, so it's it doesn't deserve to be in the six six realm. But because of the flaws, and I call them flaws, they may not be flaws because maybe that's yeah, flaws to you. Exactly, flaws to me because if that's what the filmmakers wanted to do, they did it very well. A flaw is it just when didn't work for you. It just didn't work for me, so it might not be a flaw, but you know what I mean. And because of those flaws, I can't take it up to the eight level. So I'll just keep it in that seven bracket. That's fair enough. On seven. That's fair enough. So John Two Wick's very different seven. scores, but okay. So here's the next question: Where do you rank it out of the three now? Um, no, to me, it's it follows chronology one, two, three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one is the best. Two followed on, and three to me is just one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Cur that. Currently, I'm sitting on three, one, two. Really? Yeah, but there's but three better than one. Yeah, but the, the, I. Think about I, one. I, I rewatched one recently, and mm. I, it's so so good. But I don't know. There's just something. <sighs> there's just something about this third movie, uh, the action used and the world building, even more that I was just I was loving it. I was eating wow. it all up. But think and about. I, I'm just like oh, I need the fourth one now. But think about one, dude. You kill John Wick. Yeah, dog. yeah, that's deep, man. <laughs> let, let's let, let, let's not get into that. Let's, <laughs> okay. <it's> dark times. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, so you heard it there. Final question we normally ask is. Cinema, DVD, or TV? Oh, yeah. cinema. Cinema, yeah, I agree. Cinema. This it's is just, one just for the action alone, and yeah. the, and the, the the use of lighting and cinematography. Yeah. It's got to be seen in the cinema. Yeah, this one needs a cinema. The sound as well. The sound yes, was good. Was yeah, I the noticed sound that was first. really yeah. well done. An action movie's sound can be very muddy and too much all over the place, but it was done perfect. I actually took note of that while I was watching it. I thought they would give it a soundtrack. They didn't give it no, a no, soundtrack. No, no. Most of the fights, no music. Yeah. You really felt the impact of the fights. Which yeah. I loved. yeah. And you know, soundtracks is becoming a big deal in, in the movie industry right now. Mm -hmm. So you would expect that that's what they would have put in this movie, but they didn't. And it was a good call. Yeah. It was a good call. So yeah, that's John Wick. John Wick 3, Parabellum. Check it out if you haven't already. So with that, that's the end of our movie review. We'll go into our final topic, which... We can't really go. I mean, we sort of already briefly spoke about this. What's, what's coming next week? And that is X-Men Dark Phoenix. Now, yeah. we already talked about this. We're going to... I'm going to go see it. Yeah. I'll let me... I'll let you know my thoughts in yeah. it. 
Uh, I do think we should review it for the people no, out there. We should review it, but let's try this. Let's try this. Let's have a review where I don't watch it and you watch it and you tell me what you thought without spoiling it. Uh, without spoiling Without spoiling because okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. So it's been a non-spoiler review. Let's try that as an experiment for next, week, next week's episode. That's fine. We'll do that. Yeah. And then the week after that, after you've seen it. Yeah. Then we you, can brief, you, then briefly. you can just tell me your thoughts. Yeah, just but that just yeah. briefly. But yeah, let's try that for next week. We'll try that for next week. So with that, that comes to the end of our show. But before we sign off, where can the lovely people out there find you, Andy? Lovely people out there can find me on Twitter at Nduaj, which is N D U A J. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sweaty Jake. And you can find us, Film7, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all major streaming services, as well as Twitter. So give us a tweet at Film7Podcast. Until next week, bye-bye.